Hey there, and welcome to the Lick My Lid podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Drake, library professional and smut enthusiast. We love our listeners, so don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, you can find us on Patreon at Lick My Lit Podcast. See you there. Each episode, we'll have hilarious, provocative discussions about erotic literature, authors, and self-proclaimed sexperts. The goal being to create an open, non-judgmental dialogue surrounding sexuality, fetishes, and romance through the examination of multiple genres of erotica. So, let's slide right in. Jill goes down there looking for Beth, and then all of a sudden, whoa, there's a bright light, and then she blacks out. Oh no. She wakes up and she's like, oh man, I must have hit my head. (laughs) I gotta go upstairs. What's going on? And it just kind of doesn't think that anything is different because she doesn't feel any different. She picks up Beth and the next morning, Kyle and Claire come home and they're like, hey, how'd it go? Uh, Today's the day of the big Christmas parade. Woo. How are you doing? How was Beth? And Jill's like, oh yeah, oh my God, I'm so excited about the parade. But, you know, Kyle, like lock the basement door because you got a two-year-old man and he's like, I literally always lock it. But he's like, nice. He said, he's like, huh, well, sorry. (laughs) So (laughs) he's really nice about it. (laughs) I always lock that door. But he does. He's like, I thought I, I swore I locked it. And so she's like, okay, well, cool. And then they start talking about this guy named Nick who owns a shoe store right next door to Jill's cute clothing boutique. Oh, he sounds like a saint. He's adorable. And his name is Nick, which is like a Christmassy thing. So by Hallmark Christmas movie standards, take another drink. (laughs) So Nick is going to be her, the Santa to her Mrs. Claus in the Christmas parade. Cute. They have been having like lunch together almost every day for like six months and they really like each other and they get along really well. And she's like, I don't know why he hasn't asked me out or made a move. That's crazy. Or she's been waiting for Nick to ask her out. And wondering, like, oh, why hasn't he asked me out? I wish he would ask me out. And then she is all jazzed and she gets all her stuff together and she goes outside to her car and there's a man standing, like, leaning on her car. Oh my God, it's John Heathcliff. And it's John Heathcliff. And uh, he's like, good morning. <laughs> he's uh. so smug and obnoxious. <laughs> and she's like, uh, are you John who used to work with my brother? And he's like, oh, I assume my reputation has preceded me. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, well, I guess, whatever, what's up? And he's like, oh, well, I thought you would thank me for blasting you with the laser beam. <laughs> he was like, 
who do you think hit you with the molecular destabilizer? That was me. Whoa. So not only is he an asshole, but he he broke into the house? Broke into the house, stalked her. It, it becomes very, very clear that he has been watching all of them for kind of a while. Well, that means he broke into the house and probably carried the baby down the stairs. What were what were you gonna do to Beth, John? You got it, man. He was gonna destabilize Beth. No, he didn't care. He was just like later. He's like, yeah, I knew that like getting her down there would like get you down there. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, (laughs) yeah, super mega mega creep status. Yeah, professional creep. Okay. So she's like, uh, are you kidding me? And then he's like, get in my van right now because I need to perform experiments on you, which is the whole reason why I destabilized your molecules in the first place. So get in the car right now so that I can put you in the freezer and burn your fingers off and see how you can shapeshift. And so she kicks him in the nuts yes. and gets in her car and drives off and is like, this go jill go the only bummer though is that jill has a tendency to like not charge her phone so it's her phone's dead and somehow she doesn't charge it for the rest of the book so like don't even ask nobody has a car charger she can borrow at no point is she like does anybody have an iphone charger at no at no time <laughs> so it might as well not exist the christmas miracle it it well you know charge your damn phone why why is it dead all of this could have been avoided with a well not all of it i mean john is a creep regardless but you know charge your phone <laughs> So she kicks him in the balls, gets in her car, tries to call Kyle, can't get a hold of Kyle. That's again, same thing. We we literally don't get a hold of Kyle. It go like she is pursued so many times and assisted by a friend and family is like doing their Christmas shopping. And they have no idea at all that this crazy shit's happening. John is coming after her. She's in her car. She's trying to lose him. At some point, she's trying to lose him and she finally does. And she thinks like, okay, where can I go that's safe? You know, he's going to go to Kyle's house. He's going to go to my house. Like, I got to find a place. And she's like, okay, well, I can still make the parade and maybe I can disappear in the parade dressed as Mrs. Claus. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll stop at my store because I don't want to miss the parade because I really want to see Nick because I like him so much. Jill gets to her her store and she's like, oh yeah, maybe if I try really hard, I can shapeshift. <laughs> I forgot for a second. <laughs> she can shapeshift now. <laughs> so okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to Grab whatever <laughs> magazine photo I can find and I will think so hard and I will become that. And so she grabs a magazine and they talk about like how hot the model is and she thinks about it super duper hard and then becomes 
the sexy Mrs. Claus model. She like, oh, I looked in the mirror and then I was the model. <laughs> I did it. Good she's job, doing, Jill. Yeah, she's like, I, I did it. But then she still is like, I gotta go to the parade, even though she's not herself, but she'll also be in a float in the parade, right? Okay. So she goes to fulfill her Mrs. Claus, whatever, and everybody's like, who are you? Because she doesn't look like herself, because she shapeshifted. <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry, I, I, I'm Jill's friend, um, Noelle. Take a drink. <laughs> Take another drink. <laughs> she shows up as Noelle, and Nick is, is all like, where's Jill? So she's having lunch with her for six months. Where yeah, I met. Where's Jill? Is she okay? And you know, he's very concerned because he's a very nice guy. The like one of the dudes is hitting on her, you know, because she's super hot. And so he's like, Hey, baby, you want to see my candy cane? And Nick is like, Shut up, Bob. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't listen to him. can't help herself so she's asking him questions that she wants to know about herself as noel okay because why not why not (laughs) and like what else are you gonna talk about on a parade float with a guy that you have a crush on who has not asked you out thanks for joining us for part two of our run run rudolph series what would you do if you could shape shift on a parade float with your crush Find out the answer and more in part three. In the meantime, I'm madly in love with you and we'll see you then.